longer greatness has arrived welcome to episode 319 of the trophy room a playstation podcast made by the players for the players i'm your host joseph aka mr bad bit and it is here where me and my best friend kyle talk about the latest the greatest in all things playstation of playstation of course this week we are talking all about final fantasy 16 state of play dreams being ended and what makes a good remake and so much more but with all that said and with all that out of the way the greatest co-host whoever is whoever will be mr kyle stevenson how are you sir i want to start off by saying how dare you joe why was it my barcelona accent when i said playstation nope i I just i am so tired of you withholding information from me what and i'm so sick and tired that you've kept this a secret for so long a secret how dare you not tell me that football is life? <gasps> How dare you what? not tell me the joys of Ted Lasso? Oh my goodness, yes! You're the worst human in the world. Yes. Keeping this away from me. I, yeah, I, I caught all the way up. I'm I'm 100%. I watched this week's episode already. We're good to go. <laughs> okay, let's stop this PlayStation talk. Let's talk about the greatest it took show me that two ever days. is. You were right. It, it flew by Eastern Eastern night. I, I had a really terrible headache. Yeah, I couldn't play a game. It's like you know what? Let me let me see what this is all about. Yeah, I heard I heard great things, obviously, from Joe and other people. Yeah, it's a pretty good show. <laughs> uh, it's pretty good. I, it's it's not the best thing since sliced bread, but it's it's pretty good. All right, yeah, I'll take pretty good. Yeah. Who's your favorite character? Oh, my God. I mean, Danny Rojas is, is pretty fantastic. I love Danny so much. Um, I actually really, really, really love Keely. Yeah, she's great. Keely is amazing. Um, and, but I think my favorite is Coach Beard. Coach Beard, especially <laughs> this season. He's getting weirder. <laughs> His his solo episode might be my favorite episode of the whole show. Oh, really? That's I love to hear that. My yeah, favorite yeah. character um, is Rebecca. I think she's Rebecca's written great. so so well. Um, and then right after her, I think would be Ted by default because I think he does a great job of elevating all the other characters. Mm-hmm. But I love Roy so much. That's so. great. Yeah, Roy's, Roy's pretty great. Roy's a gosh dang gem. I I love that you're into Ted Lasso now. I'm very excited. Yeah. Um, it's, now, if you would, I don't know, nice. you know, what? watch one of the things or play one of the things that I love, that'd be great. I watched the Harry Potter. How many how many times do I have to come on here and tell you to watch Critical Role Vox Machina on Amazon? I've Prime? watched the whole Mark. thing. Okay. Not just one or two episodes, fine. you son of a bitch. <laughs> Whoa, okay, fine. I will watch next week. I will watch the rest of season one of Vox Machina. With that. Okay. Okay. Even though we're season two is already out and done. but Is okay. it already out and done? Yeah. Listen, I'm giving you how many, how many minutes per episode of Vox? They're like 25, 30 minutes. How many episodes are there? I want to say 10. Okay. Well, I mean, a friend's coming down or coming up from North Carolina. I want to see him and okay. wave hello. So I think I could get one okay. season done. Right. Okay. Yeah. You know? right. 
I like sure. the animation. It reminds me of classic like WB back in the day, like Justice sure. League almost. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. You know what? You're a real you know, son of a fine. gun. Friendship goes one way, I guess, here on the show. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm going to do my best. I'm going to do my best. No, you take your time. It's whatever. I don't want to be that kind of person. And listen, speaking about doing our gosh dang best here, Kyle, uh, this episode is a day late. And as of recording, the Final Fantasy 16 state of play hasn't happened yet. Right. No. So we'll be recording our reactions live, of course. Link down below, twitch.tv slash PS Trophy Room. So you can catch the next time we do one of these state of play reactions. It'll probably be the showcase reaction. But we're recording it a little bit early so that once the Final Fantasy episode or, or, or state of play rolls out, we can just have the episode ASAP to your feeds as it goes or, or, or drops live, probably at like eight o'clock uh, that night. So that said, right now, as of recording, we don't know anything about Final Fantasy 16, but we're going to make a smart little edit near the end where we'll get our updated thoughts on what we've seen from the state of play. And if you want, you know, a spoiler free thing, don't worry, timestamp so you could skip ahead or behind it so you know you don't have to get all the juicy goodness that is final fantasy 16 if you want to go completely blind so that said our first question to kind of warm us up this week comes from our good friend jose ask what not why they write in my dudes this will be the first state of play that i sit out only because I do not want any more Final Fantasy 16. I love surprises and I don't like to watch trailers for things I already know I'm going to throw my money at. This isn't just uh, video games, but movies and TV shows as well. I did get to thinking, though. What if at the end of the state of play, Square announces that the date or the release date is actually changing? Not a delay, but an available today. Or available later this week slash month surprising us all with an early release a pie in the sky dream i know but a girl can dream or maybe it's just my covid brain i'm battling i got covid y'all sincerely jose covid positive jimenez first of all feel better jose feel better my man and i love you know he's he's taking it in stride because he posted in in the in the question feed of the Barbie, like yeah, <laughs> this Barbie is Panini Press that he got COVID. <laughs> love it, love it. Drink your fluids. Yes. Take your ibuprofen. That helped. Yep. Gatorade. Mm-hmm. The whole nine. Pedialyte ice pops are a game changer. Just Ooh. saying. I wish I, I wish I knew those were a thing when I had it. Yeah, yeah. shoulda woulda coulda. That said, it makes me think about state of place. We sure. often get these pie in the sky expectations for them, and nine times out of ten they're not the things we want because we get so bold with our predictions but oftentimes playstation or xbox whoever does the direct of this week usually puts the expectations out there and sony could not be more plain jane about it they're saying this is a 20 minute long final fantasy deep dive so we're going to see gameplay. We're going to probably see more characters. We're going to see something that's going to make our eyes water, our mouths boil. I don't know. So Kyle. Oh, boil. Oh, boil. No. I don't know. I thought mouths oh. water and eyes glisten. That said, let's throw a little pie in the sky prediction okay. here, Kyle. Let's join okay. Jose. Let's get a little nuts. 
So, Kyle, again, as of right now during this show, we don't know anything about Final Fantasy 16. Certainly do not. What is your pie in the sky prediction, sir? Um, and also, just to be clear, it, it's uh, 20 minutes of Final Fantasy 16 gameplay. Yep. So, don't expect Rebirth. Don't expect yep. anything else Final Fantasy related. This is all going to be about 16. Yeah. Um, here's where I'm a bit confused about this whole state of play. Okay. We just got PAX East deep dive-ish, right? Yep. <clears throat> yep. We know about the collector's editions and the deluxe editions. I got the deluxe, baby. Same. I got two steelbooks because I pre-ordered it through Best Buy. Same. <laughs> uh, we've seen a decent amount of it. Yeah. I'm really confused as to what kind of surprises they will be. Is it just like a... I'm thinking like a um, uh, uh, a Days Gone uh, gameplay-esque kind of trailer where you, they're just playing the game for 20 minutes. Um, That's what I'm thinking. I, I don't I don't expect a ton of new information. Yeah. I think it's just going to be a... Get excited, y'all. Here's more... Look at this combat. Devil May Cry. Does it remind you of that? It's pretty cool. Um, here, here are the icons fighting in the distance. Like, I don't know. Yeah. What else they could really show? See, yeah, like I, what else have they been hiding? And at what point do they just say, "Let's just wait till release"? Right, we're showing it too much because that was an issue with, um, I feel like fifteen. Yeah, fifteen was shown off way too much. I mean, for spoken death loop, like that was yeah, 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 yeah. How how many times we saw it? Yeah, I. I think you're right. I think we've seen it. I there's even some funny memes. I think Push Square put out an article going, "Enough. We're excited for Final Fantasy 16. <laughs> you don't have to convince the world. We're here for it." I just think that they want one spot to show you everything in context, right? Cuz so far we've seen I think the hardcore fans have seen a lot of it, don't get me wrong, but for the casual observers like myself, we've seen a lot of things out of context or in snippets. Like, you'll see a blog post about some combat, we'll get a gif of traversal and him going through a, a cave and everybody being upset about it, um, or, you know, squeezing through a, a tight crevice uh, and getting upset about it. I think this is like, hey, here's 20 minutes akin to Ghost of Tsushima State of Play. Akin yeah. to even Hogwarts Legacy state of play or mm -hmm. Lazarus state of play, going, hey, this is a deep dive into a partnered title that we have poured a ton of money into and also development time into. Um, here it is, totally out of context of what you can experience through, you know, an early on chapter, or midway through point. So that some of the questions I think you had, or, or some of the doubts that you had, some question sure. marks maybe last week, where you're like, yeah, everything looks nice, but it also seems kind of barren. Like maybe oh, the, with the world, with yeah, the yeah. world itself, maybe those questions get answered. And I Fair. think there is no better time to get those things answered than before the slew of what we're going to get, like Jedi Fallen Order, Diablo, and all that jazz. Yep. Mm -hmm. So I think it's a good PR moment for them to tap into, saying, "Hey." We just got the Jedi Fallen Order thing. We we have a moment here that we can capitalize on and get people excited for. Yeah. That said, though, Kyle, they didn't say it'll only be Final Fantasy. 
Here's my pie in the sky prediction. Oh, well, they kind of did. Here's my pie in the sky prediction. <laughs> okay. Okay. Now who's the one that that's hyping themselves to up too much? No, no, it's no. usually me, and now it's you. It's weird. No, you're gonna see where I put this bar, and it's awfully low. It's like okay. I'm not saying we're getting bloodborne at sixty frames. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, we're gonna get a little mini, a uh, finally teaser for Horizon Burning Shores. <laughs> Oh, just like here is a minute, (laughs) just a gosh dang minute. Nah, dude, it's a week. Like as of recording, it's a week away. I will, I will say there is probably more of a chance that we get a small, again, minute long sneak peek at the Final Fantasy Pixel remasters more than the Horizon deal. (laughs) You know what? I think you're right. That's us setting the bar so goddamn low. And like I'm excited for it. I can't yeah. wait. But I I I think they they set the expectations. Yeah. If there is a surprise, fantastic. But go and expect 20 minutes of 16 right. gameplay and that's it. Yeah. It's still we're a week away from Horizon Forbidden Choice and we see a drawing of a character that we'll talk to maybe eventually. And a yeah. trailer of a town that we'll visit. And some some flying around. Yeah. Great. This is great. This is excellent. I, I for <sighs> one, like the secrecy a little bit. You do? Okay. I, I, I don't want to see the same thing. I, like, I want to be in the moment when I play and not yeah. be like, oh, I'm expecting this thing that I already saw. All right. You know? Well, you know what? We'll talk about it a little later on the show. Sure. <laughs> that sure, sure, sure. said, it's time for just a little bit of housekeeping. Of course... The Trophy Room store is up. Link in the description to that. Get all your swag, all the cool shirts, all the cool redesigned logos, and all of it. Um, Also, it's our fifth year anniversary of the show existing. Isn't that something? Wild. Yeah. Should have maybe started the show off like that, huh? Yeah. Wild. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, we're really bad at celebrating anniversaries on the show. Uh, just in general, I barely know when my birthday is. I think it's in October. I think it's the 4th. But the funny thing about it is our anniversary is actually January 10th of it's us. Five year of Twitter. Which, and this is just our fifth year anniversary on Twitter. But yeah. funny enough, our game of the year showcase was on the 11th. So that is our fifth mm. anniversary show. Look at that. Who would have thought? Sweet. Who would have thought? Not me. And also, it's time for our Patreon pitch. Of course, before we break down all the news, I want to thank all of our amazing producers over at patreon.com slash PS Trophy. We say it each and every week. If we ever got you through a long car ride, a tough day at work, whatever your life situation is or may be, uh, it really does help us out if you consider tossing a buck our way over at patreon.com slash PS Trophy Room. It's the reason why we look so great. It sounds so good. It's because of your generosity over at patreon.com slash PS Trophy Room. And let me tell you something. When I see the industry in as much turmoil as I've seen it in, Patreon really does help. So not just, you know, us. If there's an other group of folks or just folks you love and you want to support, the best way to do that is patreon.com slash PS Trophy Rooms because it seems like every other week we're seeing another batch of layoffs, whether it's in the PR front or media front, and it's always super heartening or disheartening. So everybody, you know, support the ones you love if you can. 
does mean a lot. That said, I want to thank our newest producer, Jay Shea, over at the Platinum Tier. I want to thank our premium producers, Todd Burowitz and Toxic. Our Platinum members, Brad Presnell, Brent Gillian, Jedi Master Ren. Cowboy Danger D, Jonas Young, Jose Jimenez, The Green Gorilla Gamer, Chaotic Monkey, Millennial Falcon Gaming, Ryuko Kill 90, Sith Lord 92, Steven Flesh, and Strubles and Bits. And of course, yet again, a name so nice, a patron so nice, had a name t- twice, Jay Shea. Thank you so very much. I want to thank our gold members, Awesome Dave, Cypher Primus, Bertos Maximus, Baldrin, Dosh Simon the Pie Man, Daniel Welsh, DJ. 89. Elo2032, Jesse Garcia, JB the Purple Monkey, Hide Doors, Naga Chaka, Katie, was that Star Wars Celebration? I was living vicariously through her. Kevin Mitchell, Kevin Diaz, Kevin Ainsworth, K Grimm, Lamb Chop 93, Marcus O'Neill, Androsaur, Astronaut Junior, not to be mistaken with the Astronaut Senior, Rick Arrington, Dewane Raksha, the Aztec King, Robbie Bobby Miller himself, Brenton Zachary, Brenty Blob, Bubble Boy N7, Captain Logan, Final Fan XZ, Hambone, JD Dillinger, M9 Prime, Stone Cold, E.T. Vernon, Sato, Tino Six Speed, M. Cly, H85, and Johnson, Sean McKenzie, Matt Pew Pew Pew, the Red Arrow, Spam and Bamman, Insomnia. Thank you all so much. It's your Patreon patronage that keeps this show running, and we wouldn't be here without y'all. So with that, it's now time to square up the news. And while you square up the news, Kyle, I'm going to get hydrated because it's 85 at night, you know? I know. It got warm what out of happened? nowhere. I hate it. It was 52 yesterday. I don't like it. I hate, I hate it. Not enough snow this winter, if you ask me. Um, eh. I know. I'm the weird one. I yeah. like the snow. Yeah, mm. It's a bummer. Uh, first bit of news that needs to be squared up is Zarmina Khan over at PS Lifestyle. And Zarmina writes, PS4 exclusive dreams, ending live support, and updates. Media Molecule's ambitious PS4 exclusive dreams is being sunsetted this September, a little less than four years after the game's launch. A critically acclaimed content platform, Dreams released in February 2020 following a lengthy beta period in early access. Media Molecule has said that it now wants to focus on a new project. Players will still be able to play, create, and share their creations with other players after September 2023. However, there won't be any further updates or events like Dreamscom and Impy Awards. As announced last year, Dreams will also be undergoing server migration to ensure its stability. Unfortunately, this means the game will lose some of its features. Over on its website, Media Molecule has released a lengthy list of changes that will come with the server migration, including quests and trophies, social integration, and scoreboards. The good news for trophy hunters is that Media Molecule is modifying trophy requirements so that players are still able to unlock them post-migration. As far as its new project is concerned, Media Molecule has said that although it's excited about what's coming next, the studio isn't ready to divulge any details just yet. What a damn bummer. It it's a it's a shame. Yeah. It was such a creative and really just I think bold idea and bold step for this company that was so I mean, a little big planet was kind of built off this uh, not just awesome, already stellar platformer, but built really on this idea of, hey, you can make these levels. It was kind of like Mario Maker before Mario Maker. Mm -hmm. And this was 
kind of their broader answer of just like, hey, the audience really loved what we did with Little Big Planet. Let's just let them make all the games out of it. Mm-hmm. That said, M9 Prime writes in, goes question for the show. Good day, gentlemen. Of course, you can send your questions, your comments, uh, even some corrections over at our Discord server link down below. Join the amazing community, M9 Prime asks. I was wondering if either one of you had any idea why Sony didn't release Dreams on PlayStation Plus at the essential or extra level, or why they didn't at least make a less expensive version that just lets you play Creations. Dreams feels like a game that could have uh, massively benefited from a larger player base, and the choices Sony has made in regards to this game confuses me. It almost feels like Sony didn't want to support this game. And I mean, to even go broader to that, it's like, why didn't they put this game on PC? You know, why not try to get this game on PSVR 2, Kyle? Uh, do you feel like Sony kind of abandoned this game from the jump? I want to know what your feelings are, because it feels like yet again another not to say cool like live service game but it is right it's a game that's supposed to be updated as months and years go by it's seemingly bit the dust here in 2023 so i want to know your take i want to know your thoughts why didn't playstation maybe make a bigger play for dreams it's a great question thank you that's m9 for you you know i don't know <laughs> and like obviously I see its potential and what it has done to to see the creations that have been made in dreams blows my mind. Dude, someone made Halo in Dreams. <laughs> like- yeah. Like like straight up that that um I think I showed it to you. I felt like it was maybe a couple weeks ago of like that horror re seven esque house yeah. thing completely made in dreams and it looked like a triple A blockbuster million dollar thing it was incredible so like the the tech is there obviously people are making incredible things and also on the on the other side of of my thinking of like this makes me sad is sony and playstation were definitely behind it for a very long time what do you mean because we first saw it unveiled i think at the ps4 True, uh, unveiling yeah. like the 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 first thing like with the move controllers and they were playing with the puppets and showing it off like that was the first trailer of dreams and that was 2000 when did ps4 come out Two- what 2013 oh seven oh my god whoa, <laughs> whoa. <laughs> whoa. <laughs> yeah so like PS3, a decade yeah. ago right yeah. so like it for seven years they they allowed media molecule to to let it cook and yeah. to be what it was. So when it came out of beta, it it was this incredible place for creativity to live and uh, playing some things in the, in the creation mode. What I, what I uh, would uh, be at friends houses, whatever. And they had it and I would mess around with it a little bit. It's pretty incredible. Uh, I don't, Again, I don't know why it's not on PS Plus or ever was on PS Plus. Yeah. I, I feel like that would have been a no-brainer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, so the one the one question I think a lot of people had when Dreams was came out and we already kind of immediately saw it was struggling was like, 
why not put this on PC? Like, why not put this on, you know, PSVR 2? I remember when the PSVR 2 was about to launch just, you know, two months ago, people were like, this would be a really great, like, Dreams would be a really great game to, to get on PSVR 2. Um, you know, just similar to the way that they, they ported Gran Turismo 7 on PSVR 2, right? Kind of gave it a, a bit of a second wind. And the only thing that makes me think of like maybe the reason as to why they couldn't do that is it, porting a game is already a super uh, costly and convoluted experience, right? Like it's not as simple as like copy paste, you know, switch the MP3 to MP4 and you got your file, you know, <laughs> or, or or switch your PS4 to PC and that's how it, it's made. So they're, they're a costly endeavor and they are something that is not just, you could wave a, a magic wand to. So mm-hmm. maybe the, the, the money wasn't there to say, okay, we did the math. We counted the beans. Even if we put this thing on PC, we don't know where this thing can realistically go because I think when we take a look at games that are like Dreams, we think of games like Minecraft, but I really think we should start thinking of it, of games like Roblox, right? These other creation mm. tools that, like Roblox is something that when I think about it, it's a kid's thing, but it's also oh, yeah. this- My nieces imp- love it. Yeah, but it's also like this ambiguous thing that you can make a game that looks like Call of Duty in it. Right, like that—that—that that, that is what Dreams is going up against, and Roblox is this billion-plus-dollar thing that even Lego is intimidated by. So, like to me, I, I take a look at what Dreams is up against, even in the PC market, and say, yeah, it's a tougher buy to say, let's port this over to PC and give it one last chance, when PlayStation already spent seven years developing this thing and it didn't it didn't hit Mm. Uh, i I will say that roblox is uh it's that expensive because it is very predatory oh it's it's real bad i can only assume like they they will charge a ton of money for in-game cosmetics and it is for kids and it's the worst business practice what's what's the cosmetic you think what you, oh, like just outfits for characters. Oh, okay. like that. You need Rob, Roblo, uh, Robux, Roblox bucks or whatever <laughs> to do it. That's true, it, bucks. It just, yeah. it's it sucks. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's real bad. I can't imagine being a parent yeah. nowadays. So, yeah. thinking about thinking about what Dreams was up against. Yeah, it's it's it sucks that it's dead, um, but it also it, is nice quote, that unquote. yeah. Quote unquote. I mean, it's still around. You can still play creations. You can still create in it. It's just not going to get any fine tuning yeah. in the future. So, like, I think if you want to still hop in and, and and play the creations and dreams and and try to create something for yourself, it's still going to be there for you. Yeah. It's just that if you expect things to be updated and if um, – the lighting, creating lighting in it in your level isn't up to snuff. Don't expect Medium Molecule to to make it better. Yeah. I guess. That said, it is nice though to see PlayStation give this team the seven years to make this thing that we know yeah. of, right? Mm-hmm. And even it not getting off the ground 
I would have been even more bummed if this was just like, hey, the end of Dreams Live Support and the end of Media Molecule. Yeah, like, that would have been that would have been, been devastating because Media Molecule really makes some really awesomely weird stuff, and we just don't get to see that much in the AAA space. So that said, Shuba's a bitch like right in. Go for like it. Like it or not, Media Molecule is a pillar of PlayStation. Yeah, and I think I I think it's the it's the it's the weird it's the weird kid that is super artistic in in yeah, like, in like, the corner, you know. Put respect on Sackboy. Yeah, Sackboy was PlayStation's mascot throughout PS3, and it made and, PlayStation and a ton of bucks. At one thousand percent, yeah, yeah. So, and maybe that kind of gives them the liberty of going, okay, this creation thing was, was it, wasn't it? But yeah, you have the opportunity to to, to mm-hmm. try it again. That said, Strubles and Bits writes in, "Hey, gents, hope all is well with Media Molecule ending the live service support for Dreams this year. Do you think we will see?" what they're working on for the next rumored PlayStation showcase. Kyle, what are they working on, bud? Don't think we're going to see it. Yeah. I think it's too early. But I I do think it's obviously going to be something where creation is a part of it because that is part of Media Molecule's DNA. I do think, hear me out here, Joe. Go, go for it. it this wasn't a Media Molecule game. Or an IP. But give me a Media Molecule Mod Nation Racers-esque cart game. Ooh. Where you can get super in-depth to create your own tracks. Okay. And then, you know, the carts and whatever. And, like, have that individual creation that Media Molecule is known for with the charm that Media Molecule is known for. Yeah. And get a really cool cart racer on playstation that isn't ctr and it's not um that new disney speedstorm cart thing which i don't mm-hmm. know if it's good or not yet but like i think a cart game by media molecule on playstation would do really really well knack three get out of here <laughs> you make your own knack um <laughs> no okay so a, a part of me thinks we're gonna see little big planet four that's okay. that's what I three think. was sumo digital though. sumo digital correct. Who I, are now owned by, uh, 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 time oh set, I believe. Yeah, I think yeah, so. That's a bummer. Um, yeah. so I think we get a return to form. Maybe it's just called a Little Big Planet. Um, and I think it's something safe for that team because they need a surefire hit. And I think Little Big Planet is a better IP for them to juggle because they get to. You know, have the creation tools that are probably in Dreams maybe supplanted in here, while at the same exact time you get an IP that people know. And Sackboy's you know uh, big adventure was was phenomenal, but it kind of flew under the radar as well. So I think by just kind of taking what works in Sackboy and then introducing something akin to creation tools, um, mm-hmm. I think would really help that series out. Uh, a great deal. And then Sony gets to throw the PlayStation productions in on that and make a nice little kid show surrounding like Sackboy on Netflix. That's what I kind of think. Uh, correction. They were bought by Polish video game studio, pixel ant games. Oh, okay. Fair also, enough. uh, they, um, co-developed Hogwarts legacy and suicide squad. Oh, look at that. We'll so. cancel them later. So that said, bummer. 
that again, this didn't. Yeah, it didn't hit. But it's awesome to see that PlayStation is still backing, you know, this dev team, and hopefully, yeah. allows them to keep being weird. But I do think yep. it's going to be at the end of the day, they're going to be doing something that's really relatively safe for them. But I think ultimately still weird and super creative that we know and love. I got to talk to that team back in PAX way back when, when they were pushing dreams out. And oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, they loved it. You could see that those are the most kind souls you can you can meet. They 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 are all about that creative outlet. So when I was at uh at PSX uh, the last year they had it, Dreams had a big floor space for it where you can just go chill out on beanbag and, yes. and watch them create stuff. Yeah. And you are 1000% correct. Their love and enthusiasm for not the pre-made levels or whatever everything. It's just allowing players to create what they want to create is so infectious. That enthusiasm yeah. that I, I hope they get to do, like you said, something that they love and, and, and has that same kind of, uh, core belief to that studio yeah whatever next new ip they make next that said kyle uh, talking about playing it safe i want i want to i want to remaster this episode no i, I uh, want to remaster or maybe even remake the next segment take it away sir oh are we going to be in uh uh 60 frames in an update in a few months <laughs> well give it time give it time okay. but the internet okay. will be upset okay all right. Uh, we don't have as many teraflops. No. Uh, Michael McWhorter over at Polygon writes, rumored Persona 3 remake and Jet Set Radio re- reboot footage leaks. Footage of what appears to be a glossy remake of Atlas's Persona 3 and the next entry in Sega's Jet Set Radio series leaked over the weekend, further fueling rumors that Persona is the latest franchise to get a modern day overhaul. The leak spread through Twitter, showing off what happens to be in-development footage of Persona 3, Sonic Frontiers, and a new Jet Set Radio that purportedly... Why can't... That's a weird word to me. I know it's not. Purportedly? Purportedly? Whatever. (laughs) Dates back to 2021 and is said to have been shown at an internal Sega meeting. The Persona 3 footage is receiving a great deal of scrutiny. Purportedly. Yeah, reportedly is a word. I know that, but that yeah. is not what re- that's not reportedly. That's per oh, purportedly. It's sure whatever. It's what you know what I mean. Persona <laughs> 3 footage is receiving a great deal of scrutiny, with fans understandably calling it either fake or fan-made, possibly out of mental self-preservation. But the footage is possible evidence to support earlier rumors that in addition to working on Persona 6, a remake of Persona 3 is in development. Gamatsu reported Sunday that it has heard, quote, a Persona 3 remake has been in development at Atlas for several years, end quote. Further supporting the validity of the footage is never-before-seen video of Sega's reported reboot of Jet Set Radio in action. That footage showing Jet Set Radio protagonist Beat dancing on the streets of Shibuya, or possibly Tokyoto, uh, surrounded by graffiti cop cars, matches previously shown artwork for a project that was revealed through a survey supposedly published by Sega. Ooh-wee. Honestly, Kyle... Uh, And I want to know what you're more excited for out of these two. The screenshots for Jet Set Radio have me pretty pumped. And as a kid, I always wanted Jet Set Radio, but I never had a Dreamcast. So that was just out of sight, out of Mm -hmm. mind, which I was the only kid that was ever, that ever really wanted a Dreamcast, by the way. 
in my whole like school. I knew one kid that owned a Dreamcast, and I was so jealous of him. Anthony, if you're there and you're listening, uh, if you still have that Dreamcast, I want it, bud. That said, <laughs> dude, Jetset Radio, that's awesome, right? Like out, out of these two here, what are you most excited to see get remade? Um, I have zero history with either. Okay. Um, obviously, no Persona's huge. I played uh, uh, Persona Four Golden a yep. little bit. Obviously, five. Uh, one day I will get back and actually finish it. Sure. Um, so that makes me more excited because I'm more of a turn-based RPG person. Sure. I know Jet Set Radio is uh huge. I know it's very influential to a lot of our friends uh, who play games. Um, I, like, I'm all for this stuff, taking an old game and, and modernizing it. I mm. think it's cool. And I think if this, uh, specifically the Persona 3 remake, has been in development for several years, that could be the, uh, uh, fill the slot of the uh, remake trailer in a PlayStation showcase okay. in a few months, months yeah. uh, or so. Look at us, both with the Barcelona accent. I, it's I so I bit the tip of my tongue yeah. <laughs> during during sleep time last night, and it's throwing me off. Same. I mean, look at us. You know? <laughs> that said, um, I, me burning my mouth and Kyle fighting himself during his sleep his sleep aside. Yeah. To me, I'm less excited for Persona Three Remake because yeah, it's just I, like I knew that, and it's because of the reasons why you said it. I'm like it's. It's a turn-based game. I don't know. For yeah. for some reason, for me, I'm like, it's already there. Like, what are we gonna really make? Like, like, how are we gonna change the systems that dramatically? That isn't gonna take away the from the magic that is Persona Three. You know, because from what I understand, Persona Three really starts what is what we think of Persona. So sure. for me, I'm just, I mean, it was a, a PS2 game. Yeah. So like I, for a remake for me would just visually update it and make it look like P five. I mean, even then saying that it's like Joe, come on, you dumb dumb idiot. You know, Final Fantasy seven remake is a exactly thing that exists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. That being said, though, like Persona three, right now remastered is on PS five or PS four sure. at this very point in time. It is, I think, on sale. Do you think I should buy this or should I wait for the Final Fantasy no. Pixel remaster? You don't. You don't like, but maybe this is the games. one. I'm I'm really trying to get mm. into it, Kyle. I, you don't like it. You're you're not. You're gonna put an hour tops and be like, nah, I'm done. I'm done. God, he knows me too well. All right, <laughs> fair enough. That's it. To get deeper into this again, I'm super excited for Jet Set Reboot because uh-huh. I am. I'm all in. Even just taking a look at like Hi-Fi Rush, I think there is definitely a market of something that is just Absolutely. visually drenched yeah. in color yes and i think jet set is gonna maybe fill that that void that we don't have here on the playstation side when it comes to a hi-fi rush you know sure. that said we uh, talk- at least until sunset overdrive comes out on playstation <laughs> god bless yeah <laughs> god bless i mean speaking of kyle i wanted to, to talk to you about remakes about mm-hmm. what what is the the secret sauce in remaking a game for example, I played Resident Evil 4 Remake. It is my current game of the year. It is going to be one of my favorite games of all time at the end of the year when we're doing our you know, top games of, of 2023. It's just, it's amazing. 
but it's also changed so much of what we see in terms of Resident Evil. Like, it feels like Resident Evil 4 from way back when, but when you actually try to play Resident Evil 4 from way back when, you're like, oh, wow, no, the controls are all off. This is this doesn't feel nearly as good as, yeah. you know, Remake. But at the same exact time when we were playing Remake, it's like, this feels just as good as the classic. So I want to know, Kyle, what is there a game that you want to see remade, and what... What is in that secret sauce when it comes to remaking a game to to keep the magic that is that mm. game while making the smart changes to it? Take it away, sir. Sure. So I'm sure you and everyone is like expect me to come out come out with resistance, right? Or yes, or or, or Star Ocean Second Story. Absolutely. Uh, both. Yes, I would love remakes uh, of both. One thousand percent. Just so. I can get them again and and play them on a on a, a, a easier in an easier way, but my answer goes to another thing that I really want remade that I it. hope Blue Point is doing. But oh, I know they're not. okay. Um, is Legend of Dragoon playing that that uh, PS One classic uh, in the past month or so has brought that love of that game back in the forefront of my mind, and if they can do. What Seven Remake did combat-wise, okay, with that world and those characters and the the dragoons, I think would be incredibly special. Uh, it, it is a PS One RPG, so expect PS One era uh, visuals if you go to play this classic. Uh, but if it were to get that facelift of a uh, Seven Remake. Mm-hmm of this really cool dragoon armor and these really awesome settings and um you know just the world just looking as pretty as can be in addition to keeping that really cool turn-based combat that I really love where you actively have to if you are attacking um you have to time the buttons to mm-hmm. get extra hits or do more damage. So okay. like if that was a seven remake S combat where it is free flowing and, and um, similar to what I think we'll see from 16 in, in tomorrow's state of play. If that were to be in legend of dragoon, mm. um, I think that game would do gangbusters. I truly do. I think people will sing that game's praises way more if it was updated in a remake form and that'd be another hit another i uh, a great uh playstation legacy iap that's brought back from the dead yeah. i think that is something playstation does really well and like that is a forgotten classic that is a first party rpg made by sony yeah it, it, it's it's a rare thing and, and it needs to be celebrated a bit more yeah i think you know when we take a look at like the ps1 era i said this on on cast co-op so i may be repeating myself just a bit but uh-huh. i think when it comes to like the ps1 n64 saturn jaguar you know just for out jaguar. of respect yeah um those games don't hold up as well if they're not like turn-based right sure. like anything that that it has 3d movement like trying to play 8-bit scape on the classic um mm. you know uh, or the premium uh playstation plus that was really hard like as much as i enjoyed myself don't get me a, wrong a siphon filter a siphon filter yee. 
Um, you know, for me, I think going back to the drawing boards usually for the best. Like taking a look at Final Fantasy VII Remake, there is so much that that game had to deliver via just matching up to an their audience's imagination of what cloud actually looks like or, or sounds like, right? Like, mm-hmm. and they did it. And so when you're remaking something, you have to take the, the essence of that thing's soul and then transmute it over to whatever you're making now. So I think anything out of the PlayStation one generation is really, it's, it's really the, there's for the taking like metal gear is coming. Uh, sure. I mean, all rumors and speculation have pointed to it. Konami is, you know, that's still it. <laughs> Rest in peace. They're going to co- go to E3's parking lot and go like, where is everybody? <laughs> um, <laughs> where did everybody go? I don't get it. But like, they're getting back into the space. Um, so Just we know. Really quickly. Go for it. I want to watch that Konami E3 press conference again with you. God, I can't. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I can't put myself through it. But, you know, I think the PS1 era is is ripe for remakes because 1, if you can just make it, hey, you're right. Siphon filter is like a no brainer to me. It's yeah. like, sure, it's a cheesy action stealth game, but if you modernize it, you know, mm-hmm. put put some put some modern day writers on that task. You know, put the control schemes of what we would think a siphon filter or even a splinter cell would feel like like just just translating what does siphon filter really mean and put it into the modern day that would be super rad that would be really awesome a game that shoots out to me though kyle is far more recent and i'm gonna get far more shit for it (laughs) Oh boy! All right, let me let me guess. Go for let's it. do let's do a, a quick twenty questions. Go. Okay. Right. Yeah. Um, was it released in the last five years? No. Okay. Was it a released on PS4? No. Oh, PS3. Yes. Okay. Is it a action game? Yep. Okay, okay. Right. Does it have Souls mechanics? No, it does not. Ooh. Ooh, wee, I okay. know. I'm really is it a here. PlayStation exclusive? Nope. It is not. Okay. Not. Uh, made by Capcom? Nope. Are oh, you going to just do publishers? <laughs> I'm running out of on the spot questions here. <laughs> All right, I'm going to give you four more tries. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, is it a game we have talked on this show about in fondness of? Yeah, I mean, I have. Okay, okay. You got three okay. more. You got three more, bud. Um, is the main weapon a, a sword? Nope. It's not. It's, so it's got two be, more. It's got to be a gun. Pew, pew, bang, bang, PS3. bang. PS3. <laughs> Joe, please don't. Bang, if you're, bang, bang. If you're going to say mag, I'm going to yell at you. No. Uh, <laughs> and I'm counting oh, that. One oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, is it uh, a squad-based shooter? No. Uh, I was going to say SOCOM. Ooh. But I no. thought you were going to SOCOM. Okay, then I don't know. which. What is it? Red Dead Redemption. Uh, Man, if so you okay. just give me the Red Dead Redemption just world. Two engine, but yeah. the first game. The first game. Yeah. I mean, the combat's practically the same. You really don't even need to. <laughs> yeah. Red Dead Redemption 1 is honestly one of the greatest games ever made. 
So just port that thing over to five so I could plat it. And that'd be great. Sure. It's already like, it's got like up-res on, on Xbox. So just up-res it on PlayStation, please, for the love of God. Sure. But I think those dreams got squashed when uh, two didn't sell as well. And it, it still sold gangbusters, but to yeah. 2K's liking, which really sure. bums me out. Because Red Dead 1 is one of my favorite games of all time. But uh, two games that come out at me are Star Wars games. So yep. I want uh, Shadows of the Empire ASAP. Okay. Shadows of the Empire, Kyle, would be... It's a third-person shooter. It was on N64, and it's phenomenal. And it also mm-hmm. had some space battles as well. Um, that, if you gave it, like, an uncharted treatment... And I get it, Jedi Survivor has those elements... But, like, if you gave it that third-person cover-based, like, vibe, oh, my God, that would be... The glow-up would be real. Like, you start off in Hoth, for God's sakes. You get into a goddamn snowspeeder. You you're, you're tangle up a, a, an AT-AT. Like, who, you couldn't ask for anything more. Um, so that, because it's one of my favorite games of all time, and, and I want a round of, of applause when I say this, Star Wars Rogue Squadron. Mm, mm. Give it to me. Sure. I don't ask for much. Give it. Thought you were going to go Bounty Hunter, honestly. No, God, no. No, we killed that one. We put that in the fire. <laughs> All right, Kyle. We got a new segment, and I, and it's honestly, we're, we're, we're needing help here. And the new segment's called P.S. We Need Your Help. Take it away, Kyle. Uh, Zarmina Khan is back from PS Lifestyle to write, PS Store may have stopped spamming players with receipts from freebies. Those who often claim free games from PS Plus or freebies from the PS Store will be all too familiar with the, quote, thank you for your purchase receipts that Sony emails out for each piece of content claimed. It never really made sense, but it looks like the practice may have ceased at least partially. Players surprised by no PS Store receipts for March 2023's PS Plus Essential lineup, I'm pretty used to seeing my inbox or i guess quote i'm pretty used to seeing my inbox get filled up with with receipts when redeeming free content from the ps store so it's pretty noticeable when i didn't receive a single email when claiming march 2023's ps plus essential lineup i didn't make much of it but it looks like i wasn't the only one over on reddit multiple threads have cropped up with the players both relieved and worried about the lack of email receipts on one hand are relieved players who were pretty fed up with 40 plus emails just for claiming Sackboy of big adventures free dlc on the other hand are players who are concerned that they will now have no quote-unquote proof of having redeemed free content should sony ever pull it in the future we can't be sure that sony has stopped generating receipts for free ps4 content though uh, it might just have been a glitch impacting the current PS Plus Essential lineup. Okay. So, Kyle, hear me out. Yeah. I have not gotten a thank you receipt for Meet Your Maker, which I played and I played 15 minutes of. It kind of gave me a heebie-jeebies that I was kind of done with it. Oh, okay. Um, it didn't give me a receipt when I downloaded uh, Legend of Dragoon. I haven't started it. I haven't okay. started it, but I, I want to. Didn't give me a receipt for Cypher Filter 2. Haven't started it. I don't want okay. uh, <laughs> sensing a theme, but it did give me a receipt for Resident Evil 4 Remakes Mercenaries free DLC. Huh. So, P.S., we need your help here. Okay. Have you gotten your receipt for claiming a PlayStation Plus game 
or have you gotten a receipt from the PlayStation Extra slash premium games? What have you gotten receipts for when it comes to free stuff? Okay. Let us know because I don't know about you, Kyle, but I hate those emails. I hate them so much. With a passion. Not because it only makes me feel like, oh, God, I may have spent something I shouldn't have. Right? No, or, or it's, fraudulent. oh, God, somebody hacked my PlayStation account and is buying things. <laughs> For me, it's just like, guys, how antiquated is this? Like, yeah. this is something I'd give you a pass for back in the PS3 and maybe in, in, during the beginning of the PS4 generation. I'm like, yeah, you know, the internet, it's wild. But, like, you've matured. This mm-hmm. shouldn't be a thing. This, yeah. this, this is a silly redundancy that is just hogging up my emails. You know, yeah. I'm cranky, I'm old, and I get a lot of spam. There's so I... many singles in my area, and they want to meet. <laughs> so many, and I get there. So many... It's, it's not. It's it's not. It's not the milf. <laughs> so many African princes that want to give me their inheritance. Exactly. It's just like I have so much money coming in. I need those emails. I'm giving my security information <laughs> so... to everybody. You know. Yeah. It's two, um... three, two. <laughs> <laughs> take my money yeah um but have you gotten any I, of this yet oh i've i've gotten plenty of uh thanks for your purchase emails but like um, this month this month have you thought of it had not claimed this month's games yet okay. um so i don't know okay however mm-hmm. uh, i think it's great if we don't get these emails i think mm-hmm. the people who are worrying about playstation or having to have proof it, why it. it's in your download history yeah like it, it's it's there it, they it's yours it's you, yours they can't reach into your yeah. system and take it from you Mm-mm. if you own it you know that has been the news of the week and now it's time for some flash news gotta run fast gotta go fast oh my god there's so much news and kyle guess what Whew. press the brakes <laughs> we also have some breaking news as of recording we got some updated news on Kyle, guess what? Have you yeah. seen this? Have you heard about this? Horizon Burning Shores. We finally what? got the trailer, the combat trailer of Horizon Burning Shores. Mm-hmm. It took them mm-hmm. over what, like four months, but we finally know we way him. more about this game. <laughs> yeah, we got them. So, Kyle, uh, the trailer that we saw was less than a minute long. Uh, you were fighting two robot raptors. In the in mm-hmm. the middle of a volcano, yeah. This, which uh, I mean, come on, burning shores. We should have pieced two two together. Yeah, I mean, I am a big giant idiot, because <laughs> I was like, oh wow, like the first thing that I saw that impressed me so much was when she's sliding. You're just seeing like the dirt and the ash kick up from the volcano itself, like yeah. as she's as she's sliding on through. Like the game looks, of course, as always gorgeous but to see the introduction of the lava and the red really has a nice contrast to and the dark gray to what is more of a tropical jungle theme so i like how that that's clashing and then on top of that we saw a new mechanic kyle you're able to once you get these things roped down you're actually able to whack them with your spear and it enables like a quick little QTE where you do a critical damage to the robo dino and you just jump off giving you enough range to go back to your bow and arrow. 
It looked, I love it. It looked awesome. Horizon special, y'all. Yeah. And I'm excited we're getting more. Yeah. That's all you got? That's all you got for me? <laughs> That's all I got. Like, I'm I'm, I'm so excited to, to play that game. Uh, uh, Frozen Wilds, I think, is some of my favorite Horizon stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'm very excited to see this PS5 only, which I know is a bummer for everyone that, on PS4 who played Horizon. Deal with it. Um, <laughs> but Joe said yeah, it, that's not me. right. Um, oh, okay, yeah, I, I mean, it looks gorgeous. Yeah. Next week is is too far away, if you ask me. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be a good time. It's going to be a good time. How long do you think this DLC is? Take, you know, keep in mind it's a twenty doll hair DLC. It is, and um, Frozen Wilds I think was also a twenty dollar thing, and that was like seven and a half hours. Okay. Um, complete at like 100% everything in that I think was close to 18 or so Ooh-wee. so I can expect the same kind of scale for this I, I want to say six to eight okay roughly um I don't I don't think it's going to be a short cash grab kind of thing I think it's going to be short but not a cash grab I think this is like a two three hour experience and I think for DLC that's like 20 bucks that's a that's a nice meaty chunk uh of like fun with Aloy in this new area right sure. so yeah i like to see what, what i saw so far i like a lot um should have got that you know a minute ago but it it also <laughs> already proves me wrong from the beginning of this show thinking it was gonna be in the final fantasy showcase nope we finally got yeah, it no. thank you twitter you did something good for once that's it you did it yeah next bit of breaking news breaking 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 it's finally happened The Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League has been delayed. This quote comes from Rocksteady itself. And now I want to preface this. Um, I I literally copied and pasted from the image itself, like on my iPhone. So this may be a little bit of gibberish. So it's apologies in advance. But Rocksteady is quoted as to say in their tweet, we have made the tough but necessary decision to take the time needed to work on getting the game to be the best quality experience for players. Thank you for our amazing community for their continued support, patience, and understanding. There is so much more to share in the months ahead, and we look forward to seeing you in Metropolis next year. Now, in addition to this... I think the date is February 4th. February 2nd. Or 2nd? Yeah. 2nd, yeah. Uh, That's it. Jason Schreier comes out. He says, on the Suicide Squad, uh, he has three notes. Nine months is not enough time to completely change the nature of the game. Two, Mm -hmm. the team was told that the delay was for polish and not related to the February gameplay showcase. Mm -hmm. Three, lots of factors can affect timing, release timing, like... The uh, like the console makers, sure, sure. Uh, so Kyle, what is your take on this delay? How are you feeling about it? Are you crushed? Are you happy the team's getting the time they need? Are you maybe even a little disappointed that this may not be the overhaul that maybe social media wanted it to be? I could care less what social media wanted. To oh, be. damn, okay. I, I'm I'm fine with it. Okay. Listen, I won't say the quote, but like it's it's fine. It's good. It's like I'm I take your time, Rocksteady. Give the team time. I want this game to be uh, the best possible version of itself that it can be. And if this nine month delay is what you need to do to make that happen, 
by all means, yeah. I will be there day one still you know, in February next year. Um, I I think uh, I forgot if it was part of the uh, documentary or uh, Neil seeing it on a show, but like Last of Us One came together within the last like eight months yeah. to a year of that development, where it was a really crappy game, and then the last whatever uh, it really it really came together to what we yeah. all know and love. So. If Rocksteady needed the nine months to make this a game on the same quality of the Arkham series, do it. <laughs> I'm like, I'm here for it. Yeah. Take your time. I I love Rocksteady. Take your time. I will be there day one. So. Yeah. I think it's the core elements of this being a live service game don't change. I think you primarily using weapons like guns and pew, 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 like sniper rifles. Oh yeah, and that's stuff, not changing. That's not gonna change. I think the way you fight enemies and engage with them, that's the thing that's going to change. So like the the you know the helicopter with the tumors on it, I think that probably sure. goes away, right? So I think okay. polish and slight changes, but overall, this is the game that they're making. Yeah. And you know, for me, I gotta say, I'm in the minority. I thought the game looked fun. It wasn't going to be my yeah. game of the year, but it looked like a game that I was going to sink some time into. And I was in the minority. And it seems like, though they, they say it's not for the February Gameplay Showcase, I think we can all say, sure, sure, management. You know when management says one thing, but you know they absolutely mean the other? That's what mm-hmm. that's what I, I get the sense of. Fair. So, yeah. Uh, let's see. I'm here. I'm giving them not the benefit of the doubt, but my full support. Go make the, the and- game that you, you want to make. And, like, it's not shocking, right? Because, like, we were uh, a little bit, uh, almost a month away from when it was supposed to come out. Yes, sir. And zero pre-order links. Yeah. So, like, it's not shocking that they delayed it to next year because we got that state of play thing. Mm -hmm. And then, like, most state of plays, a pre-order link would have happened immediately. There's nothing. And you best damn believe there's going to be a collector's edition for this. So, <clears throat> excuse me. Don't die on so, me. So, like, Kyle. the fact that they're... <laughs> what? Don't die on me. I won't die on you. I, I don't know what happened there. Uh, yeah, I'm not shocked because there's no pre-order link. Yeah. And, and they really, I think, wanted to just make sure that all bases were covered. I think by the time that state of play happened and the announcement today, they were trying to figure out how long of a delay to give it. Yeah. And I think maybe even when to announce it and go, and maybe PlayStation's like, Hey, listen, we got this state of play that we're doing. You could do it the same day. And it kind of, you know, yeah. Silences, whatever criticism, because final Fantasy's here. So like, that's probably also what, what it, what it means. And when Jason Schreier says, you know, a lots of factors affecting releasing is like the console makers is they have a partnership with PlayStation and they want to see mm-hmm. through that. They're not going to, you know, step on any, step toes. On any toes of any non-release game or announced game, or maybe that's when, you know, theoretically like Wolverine's supposed to come out. Right. Like, well, like FF seven rebirth, right? Exactly. Like yeah. potentially then. Yeah. So again, take the time you need, uh, awesome that it seems like you're taking you're taking it on the chin and making sure that you get the game right. So, yeah, awesome. Hey, Kyle, a new game trailer just got revealed. Immortals yeah. of Avium, the reveal trailer. Mm-hmm. This comes from Oreo64. This game is an EA original. 
Uh, it's dropping on July 20th for the PS5, Series X and S, and PC. And to kind of paint a picture, Wario puts a single-player magic FPS from the creators of Dead Space and Call of Duty, so the ex-Sledgehammer uh, founders, a 25-hour story with branching paths, gear upgrades, and Metroidvania elements, and varieties of spells to master. They say it's like... You know, to paint the picture in your mind, it's Call of Duty without the guns and you put magic wielding. It's kind of like Call of Duty action and set pieces meets Ghostwire combat, where it's all about you just doing Doctor Strange magic with your hands. Um, I saw this, Kyle, and I really, I implore everybody to take a gander at it. This looks mm-hmm. like it's going to be a really fun time. Oh, absolutely. And if I'm not mistaken. Tell me. We saw a CG trailer during Game Awards. Yeah, it was more like a, like a title for screen. This? Yeah, that, and that's where things. Yeah, started. and it was. I remember laughing because they said it was a AAA indie game or something yeah. like that. Triple I. I was like, oh, Triple I or, or something yeah. like. It, yeah. Um, it looks awesome. Yeah. Sign me up for more single player focused first person shooter games. Mm-hmm. Uh, that I don't think they've come out and said that there's no multiplayer, quote unquote. Yeah. But I think no, they say it's single player FPS. So I would say there's no. Sure. Okay. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm so down. Yeah. I'm so down. This is giving me. Um, obviously, Bioshock is is mm-hmm. is up there. Uh, it's giving me a PS3 classic singularity. Yep. Um, some really fun fun times. Is it going to set the world on fire? Probably not. Probably not, yeah. but it's going to look amazing, and it's probably going to be a good damn time. So, yeah. yeah, I'm in. Yeah, same. Like, for me, looking at it, it reminds me of, like, the AA games of, like, PS3 and Xbox uh, 360 era. And I mean that with all the love and endearment. Like, this list looks like, yeah. hey, here's a cool idea. It's it, We're not here to, you know, be overly serious. We're not here to be game of the year. We're just here to have fun. Um, and I'm going to contradict myself later in the episode okay. because of timey-wimey things. <laughs> uh, add this to a game I'm looking forward to for the rest of the year. All right. Yeah. This is another put put it on Kyle's pile of games I'm looking forward to playing. Yeah. This, this, is, this is awesome. Hey, Kyle. Have you yeah. heard of the rapper known of the Little Wayne? You know? I, I do know of the Little Wayne, yes. Well, he is about to bring some big announcements to Street Fighter Six Showcase that is going to be revealed on April 20th, 2023. You heard me right. Street Fighter 420, Six. 420, blaze it. <laughs> Street Fighter Six is premiering on 420, and the host of this live stream is Little Wayne. Kyle, I my one question before we move on to this, because we're not fighter fans or anything. Where were you no. when you heard Lollipop? Oh, I don't know, but shout out to... Okay, hold on. I got to find the band. Okay. Uh, shout out to the Lollipop Rock cover. Oh, okay. Uh, by Framing Hanley. Okay. One of my favorites, and I routinely listen to that version all the time okay. still. Fair enough, fair enough. Lollipop's pretty great. Uh, as crude as it is, it's pretty great. I was in high school, junior year, woodshop class, and oh, my world okay. was changed forever. Such was the world <laughs> itself on that day. 
Mm-hmm. All right, Kyle. That said, here's the next bit of Flash news. Doom Eternal and Wolfenstein lead PlayStation Plus games coming in April as Spider-Man leaves. Ooh-wee. Here's everything that will be available on PlayStation Plus Extra members for the one tier above the PS Plus Essential. Kina, Bridge of Spirits, Doom Eternal, uh, Riders Republic, Wolfenstein 2, The New Colossus, Slay the Spire, Monster Boy, The Cursed Kingdom, The Evil Within, Wolfenstein, The Old Blood, Bass Hunter Fishing, Paradise Killer, Sackboy, A Big Adventure, Dishonored Definitive Edition, and for the classic games, Doom 1, Doom 2, Doom 64, and Doom 3. But Kyle, that said, there are 32 games leaving the service, most notable Spider-Man on PS4, which Lurian writes in via Twitter, just like you can too. They say, it's a phenomenal month. Kina is a standout. Doom and premium. Sounds dope. Great month overall. However, let's read the small print. Spider-Man is leaving PlayStation Plus Extra. What the hell? A first-party game? I mean, they never said first-party titles were there forever, so technically it's fair, but this is weird. (laughs) Uh, So, Kyle, first off, Are the games that we have, what are the two or three standouts that you'd like to give shout-outs to that people should try out? Oh, uh, Kana, for sure. Yep. Uh, Wolfenstein 2 is one of the best shooters ever made. Oh, really? Okay. I love Wolfenstein 2. I might actually play um, it, yeah. Well, I, I realize why you have it. Yep. But, um, if I could uh, skip that scene, Kyle... Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. I, I will, get it. Yeah. Uh, and I get it. No spoilers for the game itself, but, you know, go on do they kill the dog.com. Uh, so, Kyle. What's and, your like, third the one? third one, honestly, it's tough to decide between uh, Sackboy and Doom Eternal. Yeah. Uh, so, I'll give you four. Okay. Honestly, another stellar month. Awesome to see Bethesda there. Xbox owned. Yeah. A lot of those games are Bethesda games. Yeah. Uh, Kina obviously is a standout. Um, Ember Labs, man, come on, let's put a ring on it already. Uh, yeah, Doom Do Eternal. It PlayStation. <laughs> no, please. Uh, Doom Eternal is just, to me, one of the best shooters of all time. And like Wolfenstein Two is also a phenomenal game, from what I hear. So, yeah, those are those are my three. Um, but speaking of which, yeah, tell me. Joe, we need we need to uh, do some work on Doom Eternal. Okay, why? I only have the multiplayer trophies left for the platinum. Oh, okay, I'll get you there. I, I think I think we need to yeah. to make fix that problem. Yeah, absolutely. I just it just popped in my brain. It was like, wait a second, I have everything but the but the multiplayer stuff. The multiplayer stuff. Yeah. So no, absolutely. I got the that. platinum, so I'll help you out, brother. No worries. Oh, sweet. Um, but the, no Spider Man. Um, Spider Man's leaving, Kyle. T- Please. Hot take. Yeah. Not a big deal. What do you mean? I don't think it's a big deal. I think they're making room to have the remastered version uh, mm. be either part of the PS Plus uh, um, uh, availability for extra members or whatever, or it coming to PS Plus before Spider-Man 2. Okay. I think just a way to update it sure. as, as the remastered being is the way to play the original game. I think it's uh, uh, stellar. Yeah. Um, so I, I think them taking that off is just making way for them to make remastered no longer be tied to the Miles Fair. Uh, Deluxe Edition or whatever it is. That could be it. 
but I would go a step further. First, first, this news does suck, right? Because Spider-Man is a stellar game. It is a first-party title, and it is weird. Let's just address it. It is weird that it's leaving. But I would say two things. First, um, they have done this before. When it was PlayStation Now and they were testing the waters, I remember them putting in God of War and Grand Theft Auto and some other game. I forget the third game. Uh, but those were the two big titles, and they were only there from like October to the 1st of January, right? Just to see how this service would pan out if they put their first-party games in there. And guess what? People showed up to the service. So... Yeah, they, they've done it before in the past. It doesn't make it not weird, but I would also argue that this could be a licensing thing because they don't own the game license to Spider-Man. They only own the movie rights. So this is probably something that they're talking to Marvel about. It very much could be, hey, let's just bring Spider-Man Remastered in here and, and drop the, the PS4 version. But to me, it could be something where it's a quantum break situation and they got to renew some licenses around and get and you just you know dot some i's and cross some t's and and get it in there but to me it is a, a weird omission for sure for sure and last but not least the last of us part one patch for ps5 will now include the hbo cosmetics as well as other improvements so yeah. it means you're gonna see ellie in a mortal kombat 2t and the the wire tea, which is yeah nice cool little cool little stuff and there. some cool updates to the the game where the doctor is no longer immune to flamethrowers <laughs> after you shoot him <laughs> yeah fun little things like that uh it, it, Ooh, this patch and an update or whatever is only for ps5 version mm-hmm. uh, i i know they are also released a pc uh, patch. patch for the pc yeah. version but they're continuously working on updating that which they know they need to, yeah. which is totally fine. Awesome. Now, Kyle, <laughs> that's been the flash news slash breaking news. It's time for our Final Fantasy 16 state of play reaction. <laughs> Kyle, we saw 25 minutes of Final Fantasy 16. Sure did. Ooh, we whole 25 minutes of if yeah. I could be frank with you. Uh, stuff we already saw <laughs> it seems right oh things we already yeah. knew uh about yeah. this game just seeing it in n- maybe more context but really uh in more depth like for me what i wanted to see in here like we talked about a little bit was like i want to see what the day-to-day of playing this game is going to be like you know here is akin to like the ghost of Tsushima or last of us state of plays of like, here's how a level is going to play out. No, this is not it. They did a step-by-step of this is the combat. These are the menus. This is what the hub world looks like. Here are the icon fights. And we need to bash you over the head that this thing is not a turn-based game for the most part. I'm not a huge final fantasy fan, Kyle. I've been very excited for this game uh, yeah, I want to ask you a question here because you've been the most yeah. apprehensive. If there has been one word to describe what you saw in these 25 minutes, what is that one word? Mm. No, great thinker. I am a great thinker. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Aristotle. Yep. Socrates. Socrates. Kyle Stevenson. Plato. Um, (laughs) now i want i now i want a a shirt or something of me in like the thinker pose as atlas me statuified yeah (laughs) um 
what is the one word? Um, I'm hyped. Yeah. I like there was like you saying I'm apprehensive uh, of like bits and pieces. Like I was always going to be a day one. Yeah. Uh, I love that we're going back to the medieval fantasy setting. Um, I I think the moment to moment combat stuff is really really cool. Yeah. Very flashy. Yeah. Um, the icon fight thing is where I need to play. You're still before. stuck on it. You, you I'm need still to just. It. It's a little too on rails for my liking. Okay. Not that there's anything bad by it. I mean, they look like amazing set pieces, and I love a good set piece. Um, it, it just doesn't scream Final Fantasy to me. Okay. The icon fights. Which I know is... Yeah, the icon fight, okay. which I know is stupid and dumb, but that's just literally... It's a weird roadblock. Yeah. I don't know why it is, no, but everything else... Fine. Looks great. Yeah. I think uh, my apprehension of only controlling Clive and not having the being direct control of the party members, I think that went away a little bit just because of how cool and flashy switching the move sets are. Mm-hmm. And like switching between party members, I think will take away from the fluidity and, sure. and fun fastness of the, uh, the combat that they have in here, and um, I'm so glad that there isn't. I know there wasn't going to be, and this is a joke. I'm so glad there isn't a a, a letter grade popping up as you would, yes. <laughs> as you do combos and whatnot, because I would have been very upset. Yeah, uh, <laughs> the one word that I would use for what we just saw was spectacle. Like, oh yeah, this mm-hmm. yo, we were watching with with everybody in the in the twitch chat which thank you everybody for showing up y'all are amazing absolutely we, we have again it's once again like no notice you know just doing our best out here S- seeing everybody show up was awesome um mm-hmm. but it i said it midway through i'm like this is a joe game like the the reasons why i love games like you know like my my elden rings like my bloodborns that that quick pace the dodge the parries I get them here, and there's just so much spectacle to it. Like, when I saw there was a fight scene that that takes place where there's this awesome, like, teleport that he does where he kind of, Clive does that. It's kind of like uh, Back to the Future, where when the car goes to the future, like, you just see a little flame out of his, out of his like, on the, on the floor. Yeah, um, yeah. But then it freezes the enemy. And then Clive just goes and teleports right back into him as as the as the thing tries to dodge him to get like a critical hit in. I was like, damn, that's awesome. Seeing a little bit of Final Fantasy, or sorry, a little bit of Devil May Cry, because this is the combat director of Devil May Cry making this game, having the ability to juggle enemies in the air as well. It was nice to see. And without the stress that I find with Devil May Cry of having the letter ga- uh, grade there, that I'm like my eyes are somewhat fixed to instead of just showing me critical hits, it kind of lessens the the load or the stress for me of having to execute on combat perfectly. Cause that's where my little like gaming anxiety is, um, was nice. So they really over the 25 minutes of gameplay that they showed, they really highlighted. This is not turn-based. Now there's like a story yeah. mode and a, combat mode that you can choose from uh you could wear little like rings that'll make it so that it freezes combat for you which is a nice little accessibility option but well it would automatically dodge oh automatically dodge 
But yeah. it does not convince anybody that was sold that Final Fantasy's DNA is uh, turn-based away from that ideology. But uh, to be fair, uh, Final Fantasy hasn't been turn-based for a very long time now. Right. It's been, though, from what I understand, it's kind of been like this weird kind of hybrid approach, right? Like, I'm thinking of Final Fantasy VII Remake, because, again, I'm not a huge Final Fantasy fair. fan. Where yeah, it was like yeah, yeah. this weird kind of combo of it. But what Final Fantasy has always had, and correct me if I'm wrong, other than mm -hmm. the online version, is switching party members, which you don't have here. Oh, well, like, the, the up to... I want to say 13. Yeah. Is is I want to say the last one where you had to input uh actual different party members and have to like make sure their loadout is perfect and yeah. and jealous with everything else. 15 I it's a blur. very um forgettable it's a blur. I never, never finish it fully, but I, I know you really only play it as Noctis. Right, that was the, the key focus. I think. Yeah, but yeah. like in Final Fantasy VII, when I was switching to those characters, I never, you know, I never felt like I was those characters. Like I always just wanted to go back to Cloud. So I like sure. how they kind of streamlined it. So I think a lot of what I saw here is going to get a lot of newcomers or people that like Final Fantasy VII Remake are new to the franchise or fresh to the franchise in the door. And mm -hmm. I think they're being a little bit too apprehensive of the fans that are gung-ho on it having to be turn-based. But I like that they understand that there may be apprehension and they're really trying to con convince you guys that, no, this is going to be the real deal, you know? Yeah. yeah or yeah. this is what Final Fantasy is going forward, or at least for this yeah. game. That said, though... Um, I want to touch on the open world, which is more the hub base variety that we get. Um, I always felt like one of the problems with Final Fantasy VII Remake was, yeah, these were hub worlds, but it felt more like, here's some corridors. So I saw larger landscapes here. I saw a lot of chocobo riding. Hopefully, it's more hub world akin to like an ocarina of time, where it's like, here's this little hub world. Yes, there's some corridors here, but it's much more vast and convincing that this is a real place. To be fair, FF7 Remake was only in Midgar. Okay. And because it, um, it's a hustling and bustling city, you think? Yeah. Okay. And, and, and it's way bigger than in Remake than what it was in the base game. Right. Um, yeah, the, I think the open world looks better. Okay. There's still some sections. It was very brief. Yeah. They didn't show a lot of it where um, it's very vast. And I don't know how populated it is. Mm -hmm. Is it maybe is that just the background and you are kind of like on a um on a, a, a hallway ish sure. or smaller parts of that world, which I'm totally fine with. Mm -hmm. I don't I don't care. Yeah, honest to goodness, the, the environments gorgeous, look incredible. Absolutely you, gorgeous. You were stuck yeah. on like that cavern. I was stuck on Oh, that cavern. Oh whew. the lake and the lush forest. And then there was one part the the big uh, the big uh, uh, hole in the middle, mm -hmm. like a big crater, and it looked like waterfalls going off the side. Like each environment has a lot of personality to it. There's one area where it felt like, uh, like I was saying in, in in the the live chat, it's like it felt like Elden Ring when you go into the internal city. Like it's just this yeah. dark blue, but it looks like the mm -hmm. cosmos around you. Like mm -hmm. really, really beautiful stuff. So for me. 
I like what I've seen so far on the open world. The menus, you're the menu guy, Kyle. <laughs> There seems like there's a lot of I know, menus. I I know that was that was a, a jokey thing uh, yeah. that people were laughing at me about saying, but like seeing a menu in a, this kind of presentation is exciting to me because it it's real. The game is out soon. It's playable in some ways. It's not a vertical slice. It, I mean, sure, it might be, yeah. but like those menus are things that. I, that's how I'm going to be interacting with the game most of the time sure. and like seeing uh, what the tabs are going to be and, and having gear and icon to get and icons together, which I think is very interesting and abilities on their own tab or whatever. It's just like, it's the meat and potatoes of yeah. what we're playing. So seeing it, uh, them hopping in uh, once in a while is awesome. It's like one of my favorite easy allies moments is when Brandon Jones, when the horizon was, was shown off, and they hopped in and they showed the open world. There's like, yeah, yeah, get in there, get in, get in there. Let me see what's going on. It's like that kind of stuff excites yeah. me because that's what we're going to be interacting with. Yeah. Uh, for me, uh, the there's a lot of cool little Easter eggs. If you're a Final Fantasy fan, even a novice like me, oh, I won't yeah. say I won't spoil anything for anybody in no. there. But it's it was nice. I don't think the menus are overwhelming. When I said that, there's a lot of no. menus either. Uh, there's just a lot of things that Clive is able to do. Uh, the abilities that we saw again, one moment you got like this ice dash. The next moment you have like an Iron Man chest beam. The next minute you got like a Red Dead Redemption dead eye, like move. There's just so much. And that's the thing that has me so excited for this game is how we're going to be able to use Clive the way that we want to create the Clive that we want to. My Clive yeah. hopefully is going to feel totally different that your Clive's going to feel. That's what has yeah. me totally in. Last yeah. but not least, if, if you've yeah, uh, go for it. if you if you watch the state of play, you'll notice in the combat section something I picked up on is in the top left uh, said L two and it looked like the icons. Mm -hmm. Uh, meaning the summons in this game, they're called icons in case you were, weren't aware. It looked like there was three of them. And when you press L2, it switches on the fly between Ooh. what element you're using okay. and what kind of abilities you have. So like, yeah, that that fire attack into the Iron Man, like repulsor beam thing, I think happened because they switched between icons. Yeah. So it went from Ifrit to, I don't know, for example, like Shiva or Rama or Titan or like that is that is where his abilities lie and, and that is why the icons and gears are and gear are tied together in the menus because they are what's giving Clive all the power. Yeah. Uh last but not least, and I know you touched on it, so I won't I I won't come yeah. back to you on this, but the icon fights for me, I liked some of the on rail nature. Like when they said, Yeah, one minute's gonna be like a third person shooter, it definitely like felt like something like a Star Fox sixty four type of situation with one of the icon fights. And yeah. then the next uh -huh. icon fight, it's like this big brawler that we are like duking it out fist fisticuffs. Like that to me, uh, someone in the chat said it perfectly. The set pieces of these icon fights are gonna make Nathan Drake blush. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And just to see, I'm just like, I'm looking at this one fight where I'm like, I'm seeing a monstrosity take on an even larger monstrosity. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, how much money did this take? <laughs> is what right? I was exactly. Um, exactly. Because, wow, these set pieces are really damn huge. Uh, so, yeah, 
those are our thoughts. I can't wait to watch it in 4K, honestly. Absolutely. Absolutely. I will go back, watch it in 4K. They say they even have more announcements, and I would say don't. Let- Unless the announcement is we can play a demo. Yeah. That's all I want. Uh, I'm Honestly, this is already one of my favorite or most anticipated games this year. Uh, yeah, I told you, I think walking out of this, this could be one of my favorite games this year. It just, it, it screams, this is your type of game. So yeah, I'm all in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That said, Kyle, it is time to get back to the regular show. So let's get on out of here. Ooh, wowie. We saw chocobos, people shooting lightning Whoa, out of their swords. hands, swords, shields, the whole nine. This is, this is the most final fantasies ever going to get. Ooh, wee. Ooh, wee. It's back to us when we don't know anything about final fantasy. Uh, yeah, yeah, I got, I got nothing. Yeah. I hope future us liked it. Well, now it's future, Same. but now past us, right? I hope I hope it gets me more excited than I have been. All right, there you go. I'm thrilled. I'm super pumped for it. It's weird. All right, there you go. Watch, watch. We came back. It's like uh, I'm like so whatever, and you're over the moon about it. That'd be nice. Ah, that would be great. Hey, Kyle, are you holding on to something? By the way, I am. Prepare the drop. Here are the latest steals and deals coming to the PlayStation storefront. Chronicles of Albin. The Magic Covenant. Convention. A convention on PS5. April 11th, The Process of Elimination on PS4. Sherlock Holmes, The Awakened on PS5, PS4. On April 13th, Canaan Dancer. Osamon on PS5, PS4. I'm sorry. Osam. Osam. Yeah, Cannon Dancer. Three weeks after Cannon Dancer. <laughs> yeah, something like that. April 14th. I get it. I'll, here's the ticket to the cookout. <laughs> Sorry, guys. April 14th. Uh, Eight Doors. Arum's Afterlife Adventure on PS5, PS4. D-Exit Eternal Matters on PS5, PS4. For- farm Slider on PS5, what PS4. Farm Slider. You're farming sliders, dude. Oh, is it a sliding puzzle game? Oh, uh, boy. It is 1,000% a sliding tile puzzle game. <laughs> Hell yeah. Mega Man Battle Network Legacy Collection on PS4. And Ultra Pixel Survive on PS5. Ooh-wee. Look at all those games coming out. Ooh-wee. All right, Kyle. It's time for our favorite segment and the last segment of the night. It's time for the Sony Pony Express. Now, yee oh. I'm sorry. Oh, yee There you go. You know yee-haw. what? I butchered it because I was you about to off. say... I got a huge sinus headache. This yeah, my, 85 degrees is a new change. And that means pollen's out, which means Joseph's sinuses are in a, a constant battle. Yeah. So because I'm battling this headache, we're going to take one question at a time. You know, you're going to read one. I'm going to read one. So would you like sure. to go first? Of course. Okay, go for it. Uh, Yuna writes in, hey there, guys. Hope you both are doing well. Joe, you've given me too much power in the new photo mode room in the Discord that I would like to apologize for all the smoking photos I share in there. And Kyle, congrats on the MLB The Show Top 10 Achievers. Which leads me into my question for this week. PSN has sent out a pager saying that all the trophy data you have collected has been wiped from all servers, and to get it back, you have to plat one of the hardest games on your list. Which game are you picking, and do you go for it, or do you start over fresh with a clean slate? Ooh. That's a good question. What What, what is my hardest platinum? Yeah. Um, Which game are you picking up and going for? for... No, actually, this is an easy question. I know what it is. You go first. You go first. 
I know what the hardest platinum would be, and I don't know if I want to do that again. What was it? It's Fall Guys. Ooh, you're right. To do the five in a row, I don't know if I want to put myself through it. Everyone, I'm a simple man. Hardest platinum is Sakura. Shadows die twice. I would 100%. You do that in a heartbeat. I'd do that in a heartbeat. I would throw my controller across. I would break three controllers doing the owl boss fight again, the owl father uh-huh. boss fight again. Um, but I would do it. That said, one, if I could go back to wipe the slate clean so I could do it again, Kyle, look at me, everybody. Scream it in, scream it into your radius. Ready? Three, yeah. two, one. Bloodborne. Elden Ring. <laughs> no. I know it was one of the two. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, Bloodborne, yeah, but like Elden Ring, I was even thinking about, I'm like, should I go back to it? Should I just go back to it? Kyle, go for it. Yeah. Yes, Kyle, from the trophy room, raise their hand. Yuna's saying, though, and this might trigger some people or, or make people mad, a hard platinum. Okay. Elden Ring necessarily isn't a hard platinum to get. True. There's, I think, one or two bosses that are. are for hair me. pulling for me yeah for you yeah. i don't think it's hard yeah <laughs> there's only point. one person hard one playing it let me tell you oh boy <laughs> this guy <laughs> i'm sorry uh <laughs> what's wrong with me today kyle what's what? wrong what's wrong with me no yeah I, then it would definitely i, be I often ask myself that all the time fair it would uh, then be sakura sakura is hard as hell so I think that would be it. Now, if we get to if we get to choose, yeah, which platinum we can go for. Mm-hmm. So, like, I have three ultra rare platinums on PSN profiles. Oh, top of Uh Fall Guys is is the rarest one, two point five eight percent. That five in a row trophy is insane. Mm-hmm. But the other two <laughs> are other MLB the Show trophies. Oh, really? Um, MLB 14. Okay. And MLB 17. Okay. 14 was the Vita version, and that one was very difficult. Oh, really? Okay. You had a score. Uh, it was called uh, Fence Posts was the trophy. Mm-hmm. You had to score a single run in every inning of a full nine-inning game, mm-hmm. and you can't mess with it at all. So, like, once you score a run, you either have to bunt until you get three outs or – and pray that there isn't an error and there's a, another mm-hmm. score that trophy alone took me like eight hours because oh, wow. i kept accidentally hitting a home run or when somebody was on base or or an error would lead to a run score yeah um i would probably go with one of the mlb the show ones okay to redo it or like bloodborne was difficult for me mm-hmm. I'd, I'd probably go back and do it again i'll take it i'll take it or you know what no 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 Last of Us uh, uh, remaster. Oh, that's true. Put all that's that actually... put all that time into yeah. um, uh, factions again. Yeah, I, I, I think I would do that. Right. Yeah, there you go. Maximum Carnage writes in, Slang and Joe and Banger Man Kyle. Oh, that's why you <laughs> wanted to read it first. You're real something. No, man. you're the one that wanted to switch off. I'm. <laughs> mm. All right, I believe you. <laughs> I have a fun scenario for you both, so picture this. You find yourself in the endgame moment, staring down Thanos and his army. All seems lost, and when suddenly, 
portals open up behind you. Out comes your army. Your army consists of two of the main character from each game you have earned a platinum in. If you've platinumed multiple games in the series, then you'll earn additional characters in that series. Lastly, you will take the form of the custom character you've made in any video game. Therios has the power stone, but the rest of the stones are scattered all over the battlefield. On a scale of one sorry, one to ten, rate each uh each other's army and chances of success. One being <laughs> and ten being Thanos is gonna get <laughs> I like maximum carnage went from match maximum cursing. I dig it. Which characters are gonna be your aces in this battle to save the video game universe? Hope you have fun and cre- and be creative or, or and creative with this one. Cheers okay. and beers, Max. Okay. Okay. I'm saying, I'm saying we got four characters of games we've platinumed. Okay. Okay. I mean, in sheer volumes, yeah, uh, my army would trounce yours in a in a second. One hundred percent. But like, you have three hundred and fourteen trophies, right? Plats. Three hundred and twelve, I think. Plats. First off, they're all Rattalika games, so like they are not all Rattalika games. <laughs> you're getting like like out of the portal. You're getting like I haven't gotten one of those in a long Bob time. Out of there, you're like you're getting like a a, a, a crude drawing where one arm's bigger than the no, other no, is no. going. No, no, no. Like that's your arm. No, 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 no. And what I'm saying is like first character I'm getting is Millennia. No, no, no main character she is she is one of the main characters she is not you are your she created starts character. the scarlet rock kyle no, no 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 the main character of elder ring is not millennia <laughs> it's not i will however say though okay since you platinumed it twice i will allow you to choose millennia as the additional oh, character from the game thank you for letting me choose kyle thank you you're for welcome me. you can't twist the rules to fit your narrative, Bill O'Reilly. Get out of here <laughs> with that right. crap. Okay. All right. I would have chosen Tucker out of that one. But fair. I know. Bill O'Reilly just <laughs> came. I don't know where. It was fine. I write out a 20. What is I it? know. It was a dated reference. I get it. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, so, okay. I get Millennia. Right? Sure. I'm allowed. I get Millennia. Blade of Mikola. We never has lost ever. So right there, it's stacked for me. What's your character? What's your little Rattalika game that you're shuffling out, coming out of your portal? None. If I'm only allowed to choose four, sure. I'm not choosing any of them. Okay. It seems uh, like those platinums were really, really that important then. Continue. Oh, remember, wow. how I started, remember how I started the show acting like I was angry at you? I'm increasingly getting more and more angry with you. I'll allow it. <laughs> Dick. Um, I mean, I'll say it before you do. I'll say my hunter from Bloodborne. Fair. That's a good pick. That's a good yeah. pick. So then I'm bringing out Kratos. So right now, my, like, my army is stacked. I got a general, and I got Millennia. It was also a general, by the way. Sure. Both very capable fighters. But again, we're not fighting each other. We're going against Thanos. We're going against Thanos. We're putting our differences aside. 
I'm Absolutely. Iron Man because I'm cooler. You're Captain America. We're shaking hands. He's so upset, you guys. So what's the second character? What's the, what's your other character you get out of here? <laughs> I'm really testing his gosh. <laughs> uh, man, who do I go with next? Mm-hmm. Um, In a battle against Thanos. Oh, my goodness gracious. I know. I know. This is difficult. Uh, You know what? I'm going with. Talk to me. Oh my god, this is this is really hard. Nope. Uh, I'm so going to easy. go with uh I'm gonna go off the wall here. Okay. I'm going Jesse Faden from control. Oh that service weapon, those powers. Okay. I think uh, I think it, she could be a good complimentary fighter on the battlefield. I like it. I'm choosing okay. Aloy. So that I can yep. have the moment of like she's got help, and then everybody will be like really nitpicky about it. Oh, really? This scene, though, it was really cool. It was really cool. It was really cool. Yeah. So I got my uh, three fighters right there. What's okay. your next? One? I, I mean, the last I, one's got to be big. Well, I have two left. Oh, you got two left. Give give, give me your final two. Um. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna follow the right. same order. Fair enough. Sir. Sorry. Why are you trying to change the rules? I all don't the know. Time I don't know. The Clarkson's uh, really I'm going, getting to me. I'm going Ellie. Ellie. Okay. Cool. 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 Not gonna judge that. You're gonna bring. Judge. Yeah. You're gonna bring a child to a war zone. A child. She's a child. Is she not in a war zone? Is the Last of Us world not already a war zone that she knows how to survive? Thanos. One of those characters, and? I'm not going to say who, can't even defeat a golf club and they're going to go against Thanos? You think Ellie and Aloy are in the same level in this battle? Are you kidding me? Aloy could could makeshift a bow and arrow from scrap from one of those dumb idiots on the ground. And she could just Ellie could make it. a Come nail on. bomb with the same scrap. But there's no duct tape. This is an army you're talking about. Oh, my God. <laughs> No duct tape, right? Is there oh, not? It's been a good five years, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Last but not leastly here, because I'm staring at him right here right now. I'm bringing Spider-Man himself. Are you kidding me? I'm bringing Peter yeah. Parker in there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because guess what? In a matchup against Thanos, he's already fought Thanos. Remember? He was in a team called the Avengers. Not a rock band. The real deal. He was in a band too. Okay, so that's my. Team. I mean, solid pick. That's I'm pick. I'm debating on Nate. Okay. Um, just because he he's Star Lord essentially. Sure. In this in this battle, uh, but I'm going Cloud. All right, this uh, is good. Uh, Cl- Cloud has fought some big big evil baddies, and uh, I think he's gonna he's gonna take it to Thanos for sure. Okay, so. My army is Millennia, Kratos, Aloy. Mm-hmm. Who else did I pick? Spider Man, right? Yes. <laughs> Spider Man. Oh wait, do I get one more? No, you get four. Oh, four. Right, right. So there you go. Because of your arbitrary number. And you got. You're right. And you got a child. <laughs> A dude that's gonna die a lot. I'm talking about the Bloodborne Hunter. Um, 
Cloud, and then someone else. Put some respect on Jesse Faden's name. Right, Jesse Faden. Which, that is, again, she's at least got a gun. And she can so transform does Ellie. it. Yeah, but like her gun transforms. Let's just say someone's getting in close. Shotgun. Oh, someone's really far away. Sniper rifle. And she's really good. And then she has the force. She's, she's, she's picking up all this junk with the force. And then she's just going, wham, bam. Moving on. And also, with Jesse Faden, she's got to be in a creepy house. So, like, is her power even going to be useful here? Who knows? Bernos Maximus writes in, <laughs> question for the Sony Pony Express. Hey, guys. <laughs> so, I've been looking at what my next platinum hunt is going to be and would love your input. Okay. So, the question is, what would you recommend for me to platinum after I'm done with Tsushima? Mm. Hope you guys are well, and thank you, as always, for absolutely smashing it. Ooh-wee. What would the next one what be? What would be the next Burtos. It's hard to say because I don't know what you've already played. Yeah. So I would say this, Bertos. Tell us what you're into. Like, is it... I'm guessing through here it's like open world, right? It's it's something that is third-person based. You got action in there. So, like, I'm thinking Ghost of Tsushima. I think one game, because I'm in the Star Wars spirit and because we're so close, mm. I would say... Do Jedi Fallen Order. It's a good pick. It's so damn good, right? So it's I would say pick. do that. Get yourself ready for Survivor. It's a really great story, and it's it's really fun. And it doesn't deviate far from, let's just say, uh, a ghost would in terms of combat. A bit, but not not too crazy. It's not a, it's not a bad pick, but I'm also, at least for me, I'm worried about doing similar games too much one Fair. after the other. Fair. So trying to think of something that would completely be like a 180. Okay. And you know what? It's, it's a hard one, but it's super cool. And uh, one where I almost picked a character for the battle we just oh, did. Oh, okay. Uh, go give Hades a shot. If you haven't planted Hades, I, I go for it. I'm actually getting upset at you. You chose the child over a Greek god. Are you? Are you kidding me? Hades, you're picking up different weapons. He would, dude. He would, dude. He would go to town. Are you kidding me? On th- on Thanos. Sure. He's, and you chose Ellie. All right. I'm not gonna get upset. Aloy's <laughs> also a child. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I I get it, but she's really I mean, good. she's really good with a bow. She so is Ellie. She could okay. She doesn't need duct tape to take apart. Forget the, the other questions. This is the whole thing right here. <laughs> what do you mean? Ayla needs uh, twine to to make her arrows. It's the same but thing. She's got it the actually twine. takes longer she's with the twine, got the twine to make arrows. Ellie probably has some duct tape with her. First off, Aloy is coming prepared. She's got different arrows. Aloy's going to be distracted by every bit of shrubbery and twig out on that battlefield. She's going to go pick She's it up and so say something every single time. She's got so much stuff in her stash, is satchel, Kyle. I'm going to so send much. it to my stash. She, stash. There you go. She's got so much stuff in there. She's come prepared. No. You got, you got ar- she can shoot the armor off, the big flying worms. Cause she's got an arrow for that. Oh, the guy that reads minds, boom, shock arrow. 
Lobotomy. Oh, Thanos, you big dumb dummy. I've laid a whole bunch of traps. We're going to home alone your ass. She is so ready for the fight. What's Aloy got? A few funny quips? So is Ellie. The shiv's going to break on this man's skin. (laughs) Well, good thing I have three. Stone Cold E.T. writes in, Hey, gents, I finally got around to playing Jedi Fallen Order. A big hell yeah to PlayStation Plus and absolutely loved the game. I have no, I had no idea it was a Metroid, per, Prince of Persia, and Sekiro fused together and set in the Star Wars universe. I already pre-ordered uh, Jedi Survivor. What are your mo- What are you most excited about with Survivor? Personally, I am pumped for the fast travel and whooping more Imperial ass. Yeah, this one was for you. He specifically said, "Hey, Joe." Oh, okay. I want to hear your thoughts because you're the Star Wars. You are, yeah, I am. Sorry. Um, I'm interested to see the areas they go to. Um, I want to see what some of them are about. I do want to preface this is something that EA has come out and said um, because they, they needed to clear up the air. Social media got it wrong. So this isn't a spoiler. This is more clarification. We're going to view Coruscant. But I want to know in what context are reviewing it. So, like, the one thing that I would like to see is I would like to visit the Jedi Temple um, in some type of... If we're using the power of the PlayStation 5, like, we're seeing it burnt to the ground. And then as we're, you know, looking at the holocrons, we're, you know, transported back to, like, when, you know, I don't know, Cal was a child. Or just, like, in that room. And we're seeing it, like, where people are bustling and you're seeing young little jedis train and whatnot and reading books like that type of stuff that's what i would like to see um in terms of like i just want more jedi (laughs) you know jedi in this game the one thing that does concern me is like there's now like you got a blaster on you you know he keeps that thing on him i don't like that i hope i don't ever have to use the blaster because to me that's not that's that's not the Jedi way whatsoever. If I was playing the Mandalorian, sure. But if I'm playing a Jedi, I actually never want to touch that. So I hope that's not like a a parry mechanic akin to like a Bloodborne um, because I just want to use a lightsaber. So other than what I want to see in terms of like places, um, I, I just want to see the set pieces because the last trailer, man, I, I threw a dude into a TIE fighter. That was the coolest thing to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, and sold. I was already sold, but this is more of it. So, yeah, uh, that's all I want to see. I, I, I want. I just, I, love I just Coruscant want a better so map. Much. Yeah, better map, better HUD. That's all I want, really. Yeah, God, so good. Ooh, so good. All right, spam and bamming. Last hey question as well. Yeah. What are your thoughts and/or feelings on leaks in general? Do they add a layer of hype, or do they take away from the genuine surprise factor? For example, if there was a leak confirming a Bloodborne remake, what would be your immediate reaction? Man, there's been leaks on Bloodborne remake, and it's not here. Gets me a little bummed. Uh, I think you're seeing the industry become more and more secretive, and I think we're seeing more and more leakers being scared to leak. Uh, we talked a little. Uh, we talk a little bit about this here and there. I'm beginning not to like them because I think it's ruining the new cycle of video games in general. It seems like it, it, 
It really is. It's it's ruining the cycle for news, and mm-hmm. it's it ruining the attention that gamers have to go view articles. Um, so I actually think they do. I think in my in my mind more harm than good. Um, and I'm thinking about like Nintendo of them setting the precedent where I think we're going to see more companies begin to be more litigious. Look at that. That word's coming back. Uh, in terms of like, we're going to find the leaker and we're going to see the crap out of them. Um, Which I love. I, oh, I've always been, shoot. Okay. I, I, I mean, like, I've always been on team hate leaks. Mm-hmm. I hate them with a passion because I generally want that surprise of being like, oh, crap, this this is a thing. Like, I want that Wolverine moment that we've had on the showcase. Yeah. All the time when something new is coming out. Like, and, and I also think of, like, when a leak happens, it ruins everyone who's worked on that hard work. And to, like, it takes away a moment out of their joy of unveiling something for the first time. Yeah. It, it should never have – it shouldn't be up to somebody who is not a part of that team to be the one to talk about something that you didn't put an ounce of work into. Yeah. It should be the people behind it who get to unveil it and showcase it on their terms, yeah. not somebody else because it's part of their quote-unquote job. Okay. I, I'm, I'm, I'm half and half with you there. Yeah, For the team's perspective, it's like, yeah. We want to be the ones announcing it, announcing it on their terms. I I think that's a really strong argument to have. I think when it comes to me, the audience member, it doesn't really matter. If I know, like, oh, we're going to possibly get a Wolverine reveal, like, that's cool and all, but I need to see the reveal. For example, I got spoiled on Twitter for a very popular show that's happening right now, and I was just like, well, why even bother? Now I know what this big major thing's happening, right? Then I, or why start it? Because there's big major things happening. But then I watched the first episode of, of season one of this awesome, cool show uh, because my best friend wanted to watch it. And I was just like, oh, this show's really, really good. This show's got some layers to it. Now I know it's going to happen in three to four seasons from now. But I'm still on board because I like the acting. I like the performances. And I want to see how we get there. But that's that's more spoiler than leak. But isn't like a leak the kind of the same thing? A spoiler is it No, not like you know the show's happening. Sure. Right? A leak is unveiling something brand new. Okay. I think that's how I differentiate between the two. No, I think that's a fair way too. I still view it more of a of a spoiler ish. That's how I kind of connect fair. the two in, in my eyes. They're they're very closely tied, yeah. but yeah, yeah, I get it. I get so it. I, I think I, I'm viewing them more on the um, on the leak basis of it's ruining the cycle of news, and I think it's making us too reliant as well. Um, and, and it sucks because if you're not covering it, you're essentially, you know, as a creator and as a like and you know a website owner or whatever have you, you're going for what's tracking, and um, if you're not covering it, you're honestly you're just you're not getting clicks. Um, at the end of the day, uh, and if you want your outlet to grow, if you want your show to grow, you want you want people to to see your stuff. Um, so it's it's really it's really hard to to kind of balance it out. How we do it here is, you know, 
particularly if it's a really strong leak or rumor, we'll cover we'll cover it. But if it's like something like the P three remake and Jet Set Radio, yeah, like but if it's something really loosey goosey, we don't. Like there has to be multiple sources that we can we can reference. It's also yeah. like akin to like the Activision Blizzard stuff. If it's sure. a slow news week, if it's if we absolutely I, have to, if something major happens, yes. But other than that, we're not going to talk about how like Sony has hurt feelings this week. You know, I th- I think us covering it, or other people covering it, I get it. It's a ne- necessary evil. Yeah, but like my uh, opposition to it comes at the the person starting it mm-hmm. okay. starting the leaks leaking the information first and foremost yeah. that is where i'm like why because you're you're in, in in my heart of hearts those people are so badly all they want is clout mm-hmm. and that's why they do it Some of and them, i'm not sure. talking about i'm not talking about like the journalists who who put in the research or whatever right. and do it. i'm talking about like the the one-off like the uh, the the kid who who unveiled the GTA Six, whatever, right? Yes, yeah. That like those those type of people who leak things just to leak things, yeah. make me so angry. And I think when it comes to hardware, like I anything goes. Uh, sure, hardware, yeah. It's I think that's actually the least exciting thing. I think it's 1, more exciting to talk about the possibilities of said hardware than the hardware yes. its actual self. But like when yeah, it comes yeah. to games, I think yeah, that's a lot of heart and soul there, you know. Absolutely. Yep. Well, Kyle, that has been the trophy room this week. Is there anything you want to spotlight before we get on out of here? Um, like I briefly mentioned before, I might be on the lookout for another PlayStation podcast to join. Oh, wow. We're going uh, back to appar- this. Okay. Uh, apparently, uh, I'm being uh, hated on for a lot of my choices here tonight, and I don't feel appreciated. <laughs> so follow me on Twitter and everywhere at Mr. K Step. Uh, if cry. you like indie. <laughs> I am going to go cry. I just love that meme. <laughs> I love it. Love you, dude. I love you too, Joe. Um, and uh, yeah, six one indie dot com. S i x o n e i n d i e. Indiecast, where we listen to podcast services, uh, where we talk all about indie games. Yeah. yeah. And you can find me over at Mister Badbit, where sometimes I have some things to say over there on Twitter. You can find PS, or sorry, you can find the Trophy Room over at PS Trophy Room on Twitter as well. Make sure you're following us there, and also make sure you're joining our Discord server. We're seeing so many new faces pop in. Yeah, it's awesome. Make sure you're throwing questions at us. We ask for them each and every Wednesday, even if the show needs to get delayed because of a state of play like today. Um, we still ask them each and every Wednesday. So hop on in, uh, throw your questions in there every Wednesday. And we also, you know, shout out to M9 Prime who gave me this suggestion literally a week plus ago because uh, I was taking a little like hiatus away from the computer. I didn't see it. But they're like, hey, let's add a photo mode like gallery in the Discord server, which a brilliant idea. So all shout yeah. out to M9. Uh, and everybody's been showing their, sh- their screenshots and it's giving me... It's awesome. It's giving me life. It's so cool. I love Cloud mm-hmm. Sides with with, with Spooderman. So yeah. Oh my god. Greg with the with the Batgirl one. Cyberpunk. Yeah, There's just so those many. are mm, those are really, really Oh my god, good. the Kino one's fire, dude. Shout out to I'm glad photo modes are a thing. Right? God, they're they're awesome. Yeah, this is so this is so good. And everybody's really enthusiastic about this. And I yeah. think what I, I think what I, I want to do, and hopefully y'all help me remember um is when we do like you know how playstation does like a gallery like here's the photo mode of the month 
you know, gallery. Ooh. We should do that as well. You know, share it, sh- so like shout people out on a, Twitter. I have a fantastic idea. Should we save this for a post? I will talk to you afterwards. Okay, fair enough. Yes. All right. Man, these ratchet screenshots from Peter are amazing. Incredible. Incredible. Wow. Okay. <laughs> that said, with all that out of the way, everybody, make sure you, if you like what you heard, you rate us five stars on whatever podcast platform you belong to, whether that's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, and hit like, share, subscribe uh, on YouTube on the video version of the show as well. So, with all that said and with all that out of the way, everybody, keep you what's about you, keep hunting, and keep playing PlayStation. Hit my mic. <laughs> Bye. Sorry, microphone. Bye. I love you. <laughs>